Welcome. You're listening to the Rutten River Pursuits Podcast. Join our epic pro staff around the Sonic Campfire for stories and adventures from our eastern mountains to the Chesapeake Salt. Let our highs and lows inspire you to take to the outdoors. Welcome everyone gathered around the Sonic Campfire once again. This is the Rutten River Pursuits Podcast. <laughs> I'm Steve. Did you feel the flames? I do. Yeah. <laughs> Sonic Campfire. That's nice. Hey, Steve. I'm Will. I'm Dave. I'm Ryan. And it's Uncle Buck. Hey, Uncle Buck. How you doing, Stevie? Good. How are you? Man, I am doing great. How's everybody else? You guys. Doing great. I have been fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. I haven't told you guys lately, but what? I kind of love you. Stop it. Really? <laughs> you get out of here. I'm really happy. Um, it's good. This is a good day. Yeah. Um, this is rare because we've been guest heavy, as they say in the industry. Uh, <laughs> they sure do. It's been fun to be guest heavy, though, hasn't it? It really, yeah, it really has. It has kept me on my toes more than I can imagine. Yeah. I mean, every week you have to learn. You just have to be who's next. And it's something brand new. It's not just plopping down and talking to someone anymore. You need to study up each week. Yeah. Yeah. You're itching to say something, Uncle Buck. What is it? Shall not. No, I I just... Southern Missouri. Not this time. Back to every week. Talk about shifting gears. We've been going duck hunting. We've been talking fishing. We can't... Bear camp. Bear Bear camp. camp. Yeah. And as soon as we think we're into our hunting season, we've got some big stuff in the fishing world coming ahead of us even. Yeah. I mean, we're all over. And and we're just blessed with every person that we've talked to up until now. And we're getting ready to bump up on our anniversary. Yeah, it's coming up. Yeah. In a couple weeks here. Yeah, man. And... What a wild ride. I never would have dreamt that we'd be here right now. So uh, that being said, this episode, I believe, Stevie, if I'm correct me if I'm wrong. I will. <laughs> you do. <laughs> I have no problem with that. He's been known to do that. This is about one of us. It oh, yeah. is. Yeah, it's another installment it of Get to Know R2. But, but before we get there, I mean, before we go there. Yeah. I mean, you guys got anything new? I can't get over the yeah. fact that it turns out we're on YouTube. We are. It's, what? It's new for us. I do know that. Yeah. Rut and River Pursuits podcast is on YouTube. It is on YouTube. You can find us there. What What are we putting on there? <clears throat> we are putting on our audio podcast on a video form. It's So you can listen to our podcast whenever you want for free on YouTube. That's awesome. We're also going to interject some some videos of what we do as a group. If we're going fishing, we might throw, you know, a video of us walking the river, you know, catching some bass, you know, kayaking, some hunting, some just if if we're at a cool location and and we're looking at what's going on in our our area, we might throw up a video of that, mm-hmm. you know. You just you never know what's going to be posted on YouTube. For not us. just so just not just the episodes, but like all kinds of yeah, extra content. cool stuff. Special exactly. bonus content. Yeah. Stay, so we'll call it. R2, Stay tuned. R2 yeah. in the wild. I guess. He's trying, to, he's trying to put a name on it. I like yeah. it. Just R2 I'm in the wild. I mean, I mean, yeah, nailed it. That's all right. You, you nailed it. R2 yeah. in the wild. So we also had a, uh, speaking of new things, 
we had a winner announced for yeah, we did. our <clears throat> serious Windicator. And honestly, I'd wanna, really like to, yeah. Sorry to, to Colin if I said his name wrong. No, no, no. He said you said it correctly. Nailed it. Nailed it. Yep. Perfect. Congratulations. So congratulations. Congratulations, Colin. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Colin's Groobsbert. What? Groobsbert. That is Geisbert. not what I said. It was Geisbert. You said Guisbert. I did not. You told me to say Guisbert. <laughs> you guys told me to say a lot of things. Colin, yeah. But I went with Geisbert. Yeah. Congratulations, Colin Geisbert. Yeah, Colin Geisbert. <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> and I'd like to thank Sears for hooking us up with a giveaway. That's a yeah, nice giveaway. Man. That is a nice giveaway. Yeah. And from experience, that wind indicator, I don't have one, but from the experience of needing one and uh -huh. using some of the other styles that are like the powder-based stuff, I'd like to have one of those. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's good stuff. That's, that's a nice. good giveaway. We have some other giveaways coming up, though, and uh, they look pretty good. I wouldn't mind winning one of those, but I was told I can't win. So... No, you're not eligible. Not eligible. Not eligible. No. I, I know for sure I would need one. What about me? Am I eligible? No, you're not. Sorry. You're on the ineligible list. <laughs> Story of my life. I'm excited, guys. Why are you excited, bud? I had a couple elves stop by over the past week or so and uh, build me a hunting blind platform. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Because where I uh, hunt is a little low and it's soupy. And it can get a little mushy and a little soupy down in there yeah. on a rainy day, and uh, it's moist most of the, like most of the year. Yeah, <laughs> like it's not just like a muddy like it's a kind of muddy bottom. Like the, most of it drains out, but it stays it's, swampy. It's a, it's a low area, definitely, yeah. and uh, holds water. Um, not, doesn't get too much sunlight. It's very wooded, and so you had a couple of, uh, like ground blind fairies showed up. Yeah. To help you out. I, I, Make sure you didn't have a muddy your, bottom. That's your word that you used the, to call Uncle the ground Catfish? <laughs> the ground blind fairy. I, I called I like them that. elves, not the fairies. <laughs> Either one works. But, uh, no, uh, Uncle Forest Catfish knows. and Will stopped by knows. last week that's what it was. Uh, before all the rain Kick started coming. Kickaboos. <laughs> but, uh, no, and we, got, we have, not only do we have a platform and then... A buddy of mine came up with the idea of, why don't we make sure that that stays dry and we could put that up on some railroad ties. There you go. Raised platform. So now we, double have, a, raised. we have a raised, a double raised platform Wow. with the blind on top of it. And the platform is carpeted even. Look at that. Now I'm Man. thinking you should probably dig some footers. Is there a couch? Or some a pylons. And Actually, did you get a permit? Really? <laughs> Build, a building permit yeah. <laughs> Call a township <laughs> Sounds like a dwelling And yeah. you may want to look into the need <laughs> for a permit on that. Well, it, it's the new refuge If I ever get in trouble with Dusty That's for sure I have a place to get dev refuge It's nice to enough to, to. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the picture? I, I saw some pictures <clears throat> floating around Facebook Will, I think, was putting some screws In a platform with a Better the Hunt T-shirt on that was the creation of the platform that was itself. The of the platform, yeah. But that was pre-railroad tie and brushing in and carpeting. Carpeting. It's that was the early I'll, phases. I'm gonna have to take my muck boots off before I even get in there uh, now, yeah. guys. Just snap some pictures we'll for us. Get you a little welcome you? mat for it. Oh, it Just needs one. It, I might even put like a toaster oven in there, and <laughs> it's gonna get quite. It's almost. It's almost Sammy. The General Purcell blind desk. Really? Yeah. 
it's, uh, it's right up there. I might have to get some of these guys to stop by over my place then because I know with the conversations I've had with my wife recently about some upcoming vacation time that's going to be needed, I may actually need a new dwelling to uh, to visit from time to time when I get in trouble. Uh-oh. So. Just wait a little bit longer until season. Dear love that when you're out <laughs> clamoring yeah. in the yeah. woods. A couple of weeks, you should be primed for building that blind. Yeah, that's why we need to get on it now. Just wait yeah. till the rut and just go out there with your yeah. hammer and nails. Pure November. That being said, Steve, what do you? What now, have we got in store? Th- this this is a cool episode. Yeah, because you know we we've been doing this like Will said. We're coming up on one year, and around I think right the time, right around the time. After we started, you know, you start, you know, watching followers on social media. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you see, you know, Facebook has some pretty neat things for page admins. You can see different people liking stuff and different people following you. You and, start to get the idea of like a super fan. Yeah, super fans. Such. Yeah. And there they, was one. They come to the surface. Yeah. They do very quickly. Oh, very they do. quickly. It's just like constant, like you, you post something. I used to be and, one. And 30 seconds later, they like it. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, and there's just a couple names, one in particular, just kept popping up, like constantly, and and that name, Mark Spagnola, well, it, Mindy Spagnola, yeah, Mindy. His, his wife, Mrs. Captain, yeah, yeah, Mrs. Captain Mark, but after her, after <laughs> Mrs. Captain Mark, <laughs> the second name <laughs> they kept popping up. <laughs> <laughs> was David Kyle and the the, the David the Kyle. David Kyle and it was kind of funny because we we re, we referred to him as before he even knew we were talking about him as David because there was a bunch of other Davids you know we were talking there's, there's yeah. a bunch of Davids handful there's a bunch Dave's. of Kyles yeah a handful so of Davids handful Kyle. of Kyles who's David Kyle like hey did you see David Kyle like that picture after I padded up for eight and a half seconds oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> but so so you know a which while is rare by. for you to post a picture <laughs> which is know. rare yeah but bang like the second you do David Kyle Neil Orange Peel you know a couple other guys super fans super fans yeah so. So you know, a while goes by. We, you know, we 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 meet, fortunate to meet up with David uh, David Kyle at the Great um, American Outdoor Great Show. Great American Outdoor Show. He came to our super fan banquet uh, at uh, well, I can't remember the restaurant we were at, but Dockside, Dockside Willies. Willies there in Harrisburg. Yeah. So Dave David Kyle comes to that, and we meet him, and you know, just you know, and we, at that point, I mean, I don't want to interject too much about me here, but. Oh, go ahead. I was also this. We should call fan. this the David File Kyle slash Ryan Madera episode. I was super fan Ryan, <laughs> and I got to meet super fan David Kyle. Oh yeah, that's right. And I got that's to meet true. you guys, most of you guys, for the very first time. Yeah, out mm-hmm. there. So, yeah, that was that was a good dinner. It was a good dinner. Very I, good dinner. That was a lot of fun. I do appreciate it, and it, every year it gets a little bit bigger. And I, a little bit bigger and a little bit big. It's fun. I'm look, really looking forward to this year's super fan slash but friends like, of R2 dinner. Friends of R2 dinner. Industry yeah. professionals. That, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, so so we meet David David Kyle there. And, uh, you know, and through whatever, over the, the, the coming months, I don't want to ramble too much on about this, but I think we're, I'm probably borderline too late on that already. Yeah, but, I wasn't going to say yeah. it, but <laughs> now right. you bring it up. 
Uh, Ram along. <laughs> so we, we, you know, we're, things are always changing. People coming and going. We had an open spot on our field staff. Sing that song. <laughs> <laughs> and David Kyle was a natural fit. Absolutely. Just well, you know, and not everybody gets like an invite. It's just no. It's, it's it, it, but he like. We 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 got a chance to talk and chat and 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 go over some things that it really did make sense, you know, for him to kind of like start out on like our field staff, field and, staff. and just kind of work work away around, and it, it was like instantly. Well, he had so much to offer. Well, he was yeah, out doing at us at, like at a point. You when know, we were when we, we were discussing the field staff. Um, ideas the model yeah. and what we were going to be doing with that and like the kind of people that we wanted on there were like oh we, we need people that are going to be able to, to help us through some things and and give us some things to talk about and and like all <laughs> of a sudden funny. david kyle's like oh hey look guys i made some deer tallow soap we're like what what <laughs> what i i i thought it was funny because i had a couple conversations with catfish and stevie maybe some of you guys i'm like i'd love to have this guy like join us and kind of be a part right. of what we're doing, but I would hate to lose a super fan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, we need the likes. We need those likes. We need those likes. No, it, it, but uh, I don't regret that decision of bringing uh, David Kyle on. I mean, yeah, yeah. So just recently, you know, within the last what two or three weeks, you even. Took another bump from field staff to it's it's hard to keep up with staff. what my role is. It's been it's been moving. It's meteoric rise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it sure is. That's I mean I don't think there's another way to put it, Phil. It's <laughs> meteoric, <laughs> not mediocre. Oh, that was my <laughs> role. <laughs> it's like in a, it's different. <sighs> no, but you guys said a lot of kind words. Um, I appreciate that. They won't make the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All those will be edited out. Uh, that's the great thing about recordings. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, I just have fun in the outdoors. Saw what you guys were doing. Uh, you guys were doing similar stuff to myself. I wasn't doing a podcast, of course, but you know, I like trying new things. And uh, I talk to you guys. You guys talk to me. You know, just. It worked out. Yeah, I saw that, like, you do the filming thing, and, and you do uh, a bunch of little things that we're, uh, we have the capability of doing, but we, we don't. And, it, again, it was just seamless that you could, like, step in and start to help us out with that. Yeah. Um, it was phenomenal. And, and we've, we've talked about this countless times, and I think myself personally, I've brought it up maybe the last six or seven episodes uh, that we've had, but we about the Dol- Dolbert we like diver. To, well the Dolbert diver. That's a whole different story. <laughs> but we make connections with people who are like they speak to us as real people, and there's no denying the fact that with what we were seeing from David Kyle and his interactions with us, he was living it right. Like everything that we've talked about, he's been doing it. Yeah, at one level or another, and. Well beyond anything that I could even claim to have done. Like, we're talking, what was that, two weeks ago, to somebody about goose calls, right? We, he, we got Travis on from GP Calls. 
David Kyle was killing it with the questions. Yeah. I mean, he got in trouble that day. We don't need to bring that up. Yeah, that's yeah, that D- DK got put in a corner. He caught a flounder this year. He caught a flounder? Uh, he's been crabbing. I'm just glad yeah. the, the guy doesn't have a kayak yet because he's going to make me look, look bad out. on that. <laughs> look out. I'm still I'm still on the fence about the kayak. I, I have a John boat, so... I can I can go sort of where he's the John man the John he's the John he's, he's, he's the John he is the John. John plus he's if I John. didn't have an electric motor I'd never come up and see you uh, catch that catfish that's true you wouldn't have made it up there on just yeah. a couple paddles yeah all right so so we're gonna with all these get to know our two uh, episodes we always start out with the lightning round Ooh. and it right never away. and it never goes the way. We want it to go. So I don't expect... Until tonight. Oh, wait. I don't, yeah, I, I don't expect it, you know... First of all, no double questions. Don't ask me twice what my co- favorite color is. <sighs> What's your favorite see, color? And see if it's a different thing. Uh, that's the lightning round. 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 Okay, lightning yeah, round. Yeah, yeah. So we're getting ready to start the lightning round. <laughs> is that what double question means? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Oh, so I can have a follow-up. What's the double, double question, question. mean? <laughs> you remember the... The episode where we asked Sammy what his favorite, or Sammy asked you what your favorite color was like half a dozen times. Well, <laughs> it I <laughs> Listen to the tape. I could have told you he was going to say that. You copy Kim. All right, David Kyle, are you ready? No, I, before we go any further, we, I, I can't, I, I got to apologize. I can't stop calling you David Kyle. I fished with this guy. Three or Ooh, four David different Kyle. occasions <laughs> before I even felt comfortable addressing him as anything other than David Kyle. I, it, it, My son is convinced your first name is David Kyle. <laughs> well, I have three first names, so I'm I'm used to used to the oddity of questions or being called David Kyle or, you know, just you're good. It's fine. Do you have a preference for what you want us to call you? Be- you, you guys are doing a great job. We won't call you that. Yeah, what, if, I mean, if, is there something you don't want us to call you? No, we're we're fine. <laughs> we're good. All right. We need to know what you don't want to call it. Right. Yeah. What you don't like, want to be called. Like Carp. I mean, yeah. Yeah. He, he, oh, just, he just Carp Kyle. <laughs> Carp Madera. I mean, he just he just <laughs> loves that name. All right. So Phil's gonna kick us off here with the lightning round. You ready? I think so. All right. Favorite superhero? Ooh, um, Batman. I'm Batman. What's your favorite color? Green. Pumpkin seed. <laughs> well, that's green. my favorite bait. Which is a green. <laughs> green is. What's your favorite hunting season? Waterfowl. Late waterfowl. Late waterfowl. Got to break some ice to get out to those birds. Yeah, buddy. Single read or double read? Single read. Soft plastic or crankbait? Soft plastic. I love soft plastic. Me Whopper too. plopper or a spook? Whopper plopper. It's a good question. That Archery or muzzleloader? Depends how cold it is. That's wrong answer. Get out of here. <laughs> That's like saying something other than corn dog. Right, Male or right. female? <laughs> you knew it was coming. Just get it over. You with. knew it was coming. Oh, is that which do I prefer? The top, male no. or female? Male or female? <laughs> no clarifying follow-ups. Female. <laughs> Jeez. John boat or kayak? John boat. 
What's your favorite color? <laughs> that Green. That male or female gets me every time. <laughs> Boxers or briefs? Boxer briefs. Good answer. Also, shakes or malts. <laughs> shakes. There's no difference. <laughs> yes, there is. That's like Stromboli and California. Oh! Don't even go down that. I like Stromboli. It's okay. All right. With All right. sauce. Dave, if you if you could spend six months with any historical figure at any period of time in world history, who would you spend it with? Theodore Roosevelt. That is a good answer. Ronald Reagan. We're, we're in the lightning round still, right? Yeah, of course. Because I want to follow up and ask him Thunder why. on. I want to ask why. Go ahead, but remember it's the lightning round. He chose Teddy. We'll get back to the lightning round. What, what was the reason for Teddy? Why not? He's, he's, a, he's an amazing conservationist. There it was, right there. Plus, um, the River of Doubt, that book... Like he went on, he went on. This is, this yeah. is not the lightning yeah. round anymore. Sorry, we're going to get um, back to it. His his journey f- with the River of Doubt. That book I read within the past two years. After reading that, had a ton more respect for him and gonna, his and his family. I'm going to need you to read that to me. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll create an audio file for Perfect. you. I mean, the, honestly, that that is the the best answer in my opinion to that question, and I love you for answering it that way because they're. Everything that we have that we do in the outdoors today, unless you're doing it on your own piece of property, you can do it because of Teddy Roosevelt. The, re- hmm. the reason I mean, we have game populations is because of his movement. Yeah. Um, and because the group of men he was involved with at that time period in history. You know, um, I was listening to a podcast earlier today. We had decimated pronghorn, elk, whitetail, turkey populations. Tatanka. Yeah, even that one. Chinchiliowachi. Like, <laughs> exactly. All those Tatanka. populations were, were very low. And, and from that time period, we've created what we have today. So um, that's, to me, to me, conservation has been amazing in mm-hmm. our history of the U.S. Yeah. Um, it just since real quick on the Teddy Roosevelt. Ronald Reagan. To bring it close to home. Wasn't Gifford Pinchot his secretary of the interior, thus the name... Gifford Pinchot Park here in Pennsylvania. I believe there I believe is, so. He was a big a, conservationist also. There's a giant national forest out in Oregon, I think, Gifford Pinchot really? National Forest. But I think Teddy Roosevelt elevated him to secret when he developed the Department of the Interior, he named Gifford Pinchot as his as the first <laughs> secretary. Really, and that's your Uncle Buck Cliff Clavin worthless fact of the night. If anything, you just Gave him a pond or a lake where it's really hard to catch bass. Yeah. It is a tough lake to catch fish. I mean, <laughs> it's uh, all right. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for nothing. Thanks for nothing, Teddy. No, it's uh, a beautiful no, lake. No, I'm I mean, just unless I just, you got to some of those pumpkin seed uh, tubes. tubes. That's the ticket, uh, man. Or is that the peanut butter and peanut jelly, butter and jelly with tubes? The crawfish pretty good tank on, on it. How about giving us a little rundown of your family? Like a 50,000-foot view. 50,000-foot overview. Well, it's me, my wife, and our, at this point, like three-week-old baby lemon. Yeah. So uh, she's doing well. That's my wife's good. doing well. Excellent. So little young family, but wife and I have been married for over seven years. Yeah. So. Good for you. What do you do for a living? I'm a, uh, I work in the environmental field, work for a paper company, keeping them environmentally sound. Compliant. Yeah. 
Yep. Cool. Like The Office. Oh, exactly like The Office. It's nice. Oh, it is. I know the feeling. <laughs> You're Dwight. <laughs> sure. You're Dwight. <laughs> oh, of course. You're the uh, a, a manager, the assistant to the manager. <laughs> assistant the assistant to, the re- to the assistant regional manager. And you Add got, another assistant there, then you got me. <laughs> and trying I, to grow turnips, you know. I was just going to say, don't you have a turnip farm? <laughs> beets. Oh, it was a beet. Yeah, it was a beet. It's true. Fruit farms, beets. Beets, yeah. 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 <laughs> So I don't want to I don't want to dive back into the speed round, but I do have a question. Go for it. Similar to those that would be asked during <gasps> speed round: American cheese or Swiss cheese? Sharp cheese wasn't an option. American cheese <laughs> he, or he's Swiss not good cheese? At this. <laughs> There's only two Swiss options. cheddar. If you had to choose between the two, you would choose Swiss. Oh, of course, I can't with mustard anymore. I like Swiss, Swiss with mustard. No. Swiss isn't good on anything unless you melt it. No, Swiss is great. It doesn't why even it not, melt. Why is it not melted? Like, why are you getting a sandwich that's not melted? Valid question. You can I'll be my friend it. again. <laughs> I'll eat it if you don't want to. <laughs> why does everyone hate American cheese? I like American well, cheese. make cheese great again. I like American cheese. <laughs> yeah. Cool, Phil. <laughs> no, but sharp is the right answer. I mean, if I just said, give me the best kind yeah. of cheese. Extra sharp. The extra sharp the cheddar. The aged. Aged cheddar. Why, why sharp? It's just good. Gotcha. It's a good cut cheese. If you're going to cut the cheese, it should be sharp. It should be sharp. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We so did call uh, What's your favorite cut of meat? Uh, simple answer would be back straps. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's how it's done. Right. How okay. do you do it? Ooh, you gotta you gotta sear it in a cast iron skillet. Okay, with some peppers and onions and mushrooms with a little bit of red wine. Okay. Yeah. So you just sear the outside and then throw that cast iron skillet with the back straps still in it and all that goodness into the oven. What kind of wine? Red wine. The cheapest red wine you can buy. Okay. Okay. Like, don't want to hit... And you can drink a little bit of it, too, if you, if you want to. $60 bottle? No. No, I'm talking like two-buck chuck. Like my, my, my Cabernet Sauvignon. Sauvignon. T-Bird or... And throw that in the oven until you reach the proper temperature like for your Mad back Dog. straps. Thunderbird or... Mad Dog 2020 strawberry. Plum. The, the Mad Dog wine. 2020 was... The, the orange was delicious. Or pineapple. I was a strawberry banana guy. I like it. I can, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, you, so you're raising the temperature in the oven. No, like you're just cooking it at 350. So your internal temperature, the back straps reach, I think it's 140. Yeah. Yeah. That's, Is that enough? Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, it's nice and pink in I'm the just, center. Yeah. It's delicious. That cut it good. Cut it thin, like less than a quarter inch thick and serve. No kidding? Oh, yeah. What do you eat it with? A fork. <laughs> uh, I couldn't Chopped get to the, I couldn't get, I couldn't get to the mic no quick knife. enough. <laughs> it's like, I'm glad this is the lightning round because I'm killing it. My, my teeth. <laughs> A soup spoon. Usually my mouth. <laughs> what type of sides do you typically serve that with, David Kyle? I'm a simple guy, so mac yeah. and cheese. There we go. Steamed broccoli, mac and cheese. That's that's a good meal. Did you put yeah. Swiss in your yeah. mac and cheese? No. Okay. It's, it's out of a box. <laughs> All right, so if, if I'm making the mac and cheese, it's out of a box. Craft. No. 
the the organic whatever the, it is, like the uh, oh, that's, a, that's oh, not good. Nature's promise, <laughs> something like that. That's like eight bucks a box or something. No, like you got it. You got shelf, baby. I only pay top dollar for my mac and cheeses. <laughs> I think the mac the... and cheese we buy is like a buck a dozen. Sixty eight like cents. <laughs> <laughs> the sharper, the better. Steve, Steve's like ramen noodles. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. What are we millionaires? <laughs> Robin, this house. Robin doesn't grow on trees. <laughs> Robin trees. So, so you hunt, you fish. We we've talked about that. You also do some other things that most of us don't do, and you know what they are. Pick one of them. <laughs> pick pick one of them and tell us all about it. He makes soap. That was one I wanted to ask about. Tonight. Yeah, the, the soap, the, the tallow soap, so, soap maker. So when I harvest the deer, I kinda, can we call this episode David the soap maker, Kyle? Renaissance, whatever, man. whatever you guys want. We'll let the the executive producer the figure soap that maker out. episode. That's above our pay level, Steve. Tallow how? Tallow how? So so it Finds comes down to when I harvest the deer, um, I just really want to use as much of the animal as I can, you know. I, I watch Meat Eater TV, and he does some wild stuff with with the animal, with with different how he pre, he prepares the animal. Do you keep the ribs? I, I don't. I cut I cut the meat in between the ribs and throw that for burger or sausage. Um, gotcha. So this, this past year, I actually cut <clears throat> the ribs. They'd be the short ribs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I cut those off, rolled them up, and they ended up in the freezer for a little while. But I did actually cook Ooh, them up. Sounds good. Get slow roast. I mean, there was no cast iron skillet involved, yeah. but it was still pretty good. So, Should have brought you guys some, but it was oh, too good. That would have been tasty. didn't survive. <laughs> so the whole, the whole soap thing comes out is the other year I shot a really fat doe later in the season. Just like inch thick hind quarter fat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I grew up in a, like my, my grandmother and, and her aunts and uncles were, were soap makers, Pennsylvania, <laughs> Pennsylvania Dutch farmers. You uh, really? used everything as you can. Yeah. I mean, they used to like. I heard stories of them. You know, they had hog slaughter, and they would they'd keep parts of the hog. They would have chicken slaughter, and it would be a family event type thing. And um, <clears throat> my grandma mentioned that she would make soap. You know that she she said you know they used no safety gear. <clears throat> Why would you? When when mixing the lye into you know into the solution and and the lye is pretty corrosive and very harsh chemical, and that that was always stuck in my mind. I saw Fight Club. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so so I had all this fat and I was trying to figure out ways to use it over the years. The first thing I started doing was was making suet blocks from rendered deer fat, so tallow. I, ne I never even thought of that. Like I pay so much every. You know, yeah. every week, every month for these suet blocks that. Yeah, you can just render. You're the wasting so much money on so birds. I mean, yeah. it's it's probably a wash in, in your time and effort, but it's something to do in the winter, and um, something something to to use parts of the animal that most people just throw away. Or, so what? Or that's what think, I find intriguing. Or that you yeah. don't you don't think about using quickly. Yeah. What goes into a suet? Like, what are you feeding your birds? So. It's just the cheapest bird seed I can buy. Okay. I see a trend here. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm pretty cheap. Wine. Are you sure <laughs> you're not Stevie's cousin? Yeah, I might be related to Stevie in a, in a, in a distant distant cousin. So it's it's the rendered deer fat, the tallow, melted with with the seed throughout in pretty much a loaf pan. You take that loaf pan, you cut it into inch blocks, four by one inch blocks, yeah, and you put those in your suet blocks and your suet feeders for the winter, and the birds love them. So I wanted to do something else. I, I still had that, that thought of my grandma making soap when she was a kid on the farm. Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> you know, I looked it up, found a recipe, had made two different batches. The first batch practically blew up in our kitchen, just boiled over like a, uh, like a volcano. I was able to save it, um, made another batch, learned from my lessons the first time on, on your temperature. It's, it's very finicky on, on, on keeping your temperature right. Do you have a dog? I do have a dog. That, that probably best day of its oh, life. He loved it. It's a beagle, so he's just rolling <laughs> in it. Just He's <laughs> sniffing everywhere. He's loving it. Um, <laughs> Deer fat volcano. Oh, yeah. Oh, he was super clean, too. I mean, just, just a big pile. Very, very thorough. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so I made a second batch better, was able to actually slice that. And that's where I came up, like, came up with doing the, uh, the deer fat soap, the tallow soap. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, just, just, I try to sell the hides if I, if I can, mm-hmm. if it's the time of year where, where the hides a little bit better. Um, you know, I shot a deer in early Maryland season the other week and, um, I didn't sell that one. It was, it wasn't very good quality. So it probably wasn't worth, worth the trip to, to the, the fur buyer. Um, try to save the tails, make bucktail jigs out of them. So just try to use any of the parts that we don't think of with the deer that I can. So <laughs> what, awesome. what does the soap smell like after you? Lavender. Really? Oh yeah. So there's it's just a, just a secret, just a secret couple of drips of lavender. He what totally I, got all jacked up when <laughs> when he said that. All I can yeah. think of like is smelling like like deer rancid, fat? like rancid dead fat, like animal rancid animal dead animal. Or something no, like that. once once you re- render that deer fat down. Um, it takes on a completely different look and texture than like when you're cutting it off the animal mm-hmm. and, um, you know, it melts back up. I've, I've read stories of guys making the deer fat into candles, into some other, can you make me one? Uh, you want a deer candles? fat candle? Yeah, sure. I would like it, that. It smells like bacon, supposedly. Get out of town. I'll be hungry all night. He's going to hook me up with a deer fat candle. Like it. Can you put lavender in the candles? Oh, sure. We can, we can try it. That'd put you right to sleep, wouldn't it, Stevie? Yeah. A lavender yeah. candle. Do you- I want to do an Uncle Bucktail jig. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Uncle Bucktail. We'll cut, <laughs> off, we'll cut off some of his beard. Yeah. Tied on oh, that yeah. jig head. We could do that. Catch yeah. some walleyes with it. Few fans could get one too. We only <laughs> we have a giveaway. Limited, Give- limited, because you know, I mean, that there's only so beard much hair beard can, can only grow off. so fast. Yeah, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. So you uh, also do some custom fishing rod building, right? I, I've built some rods for myself. Um, you what? So let me let me see if I can tap into David Kyle. I buy the cheapest blanks I can find. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I ventured into 
of course, when you're trying, when you're when you're starting something new, for me, I don't want to go out and ruin an whole, expensive a whole blank. hog. Yeah. yeah, like I'm gonna I'm gonna Partial buy hog. quality, but I've, I was able to find some discount blanks to, to to build a rod or two, and I've stepped it up to higher quality each each rod I've built. So yeah, you know I like the look of some of those rods that you have, and they're not just a black carbon look to them. There's there's right. there, there's a camo. I have a camo one. I have some some different details, different wraps. Yeah. yeah, you can you can incorporate different color schemes. You can add different design in each wrap, and I've been exploring that, and it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, and and that's like I met David Kyle at that dinner. Renaissance yeah, man. As and we're both we're we're both super fans at that point, and then. I see all the stuff he's doing and he's making this deer tallow soap. And then the next time that I actually meet David Kyle face to face, I pull in to uncle catfish's house. Right. And we're going to go fishing and I'm just learning bass fishing. Like I've said this a million times too on the podcast. Like I was a trout fisherman all my life. I'm just starting to learn the bass fishing thing. This was prior to the purchase of any kind of kayak I, I roll up on Feel free, Catfish's man. house, Feel free. and David Kyle is standing there. I'm like, hey, I, I kind of know that guy. And I went over and shook his hand. He's like, yeah, I'm David Kyle. I'm like, yeah, you know, we, I think we met, right? Yeah. You know who I and am. And I'm like, I'm Ryan. Oh, what would you bring? And he's like, oh, this is a custom rod I made. And I was like, what the, come on. <laughs> Easy, down. Stop it. Yeah. Like, Stop doing that. How much? I don't. I bought this one at. At Field and Stream for fifteen dollars. It's an ugly <laughs> stick. It, I got a, I got an ugly stick. <laughs> Don't make fun of those ugly sticks. No, they're fantastic. But I, I still fish with some ugly sticks. It's okay. I know, but it, it's yeah. just it's it's almost intimidating hanging uh, out with you because you're so my you're into, my like your head's gonna blow up it's... and I'm not gonna be able to fit out of this basement with with some of the talk you're you're saying. Well, when you start catching fish next season. Well, take it easy, David on Kyle. On some of my I'll, soft plastics. I'll bring you back down there. Yeah, don't, don't worry, Mitch. <laughs> yeah, that segment's We've coming up. We've got your number. <laughs> so l- let's talk about some of your favorites. We, we talked a little bit in the lightning round, but so let's get a little bit more into the, the outdoor world, into some of your favorites. Let's talk about your, your, your favorite weapon to use. Tell us about that and give us a story with your, your favorite weapon. Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, I, my waterfowl shotgun is a Browning BPS that shoots three and a half inch. It's black and synthetic. The uh, the rail's bent on it, so it actually has a little bit of a wave in it. I think it shoots better that way. You know, <laughs> it's a custom wave. Yeah, <laughs> it's custom a custom wave. wave. You know, it probably was dropped in a duck blind a couple of times. But that I really enjoy that gun. That's been f- with me for quite a few years now, and uh, it's been through thick and thin. Waterfowl hunting, you know, it's broken ice to go retrieve a couple geese through a creek. Yeah. You know, had to chop ice with it, you know, had to push pull with it. It's it's never let me down. So you remember the first duck you killed with it? Well, I yeah, it was a teal. It was probably a, a green wing teal. You know, I just came in and whacked it. But one of the more memorable shoots with it was uh we were we were creek jumping geese in late February. And um, <clears throat> we found a couple, and we, we jumped them, and I had a double. I shot 
one shot, dropped two geese. Nice. Nobody in the group shot, so it was definitely my yeah. shot. Okay, it was it was wasn't one of those where you're like, hey, everybody shot. No, you know, it was <laughs> it was one shot, two geese dropped. Okay, they dropped in this pretty wide creek, and um, it was frozen at that spot in the in the creek. And um, I was like, yeah, I'll go out and get them. You know, so I'm walking across, and all of a sudden, bam, I fall through the ice. Okay, so. I have to change my underwear, but I'm standing up, and the ice is about chest uh, chest height. What point did you change your underwear? <laughs> the next it's day. It's probably after. You know? <laughs> a week later. <laughs> yeah, a week later. I'm we're like, good. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> Get the, uh, backpack. Give me just yeah. a minute. Yeah. I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> but so, so I'm still like 10 yards away from these geese about upriver, and there's ice between me, and I'm standing chest deep in ice, icy water, and, and he's dead geese on the ice and so i had to bust yeah. through this ice with this so shotgun and so you harvested some geese and oh yeah yeah and but you know i had to had to break it with the shotgun the whole way across and but gun still shoots well so yeah 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 safety first though bud right oh i had a life jacket on and a tow line and you know we, we were set up perfect osha would be highly approved i was more worried about the gun being loaded while you were busting the ice sat phone <laughs> that's just me you had a bear whistle around your neck. <laughs> Some bear spray, you know. But. No, that's that's awesome. I'm kind of interested because we've never had this conversation. But, like, tell me about your exposure to Rutten River. When you started to kind of, like, find us and, and what, what, did, what did that do for you? So, so for me, I saw you guys on, his, on Instagram as Posted Outdoors, Okay. Yeah. So you're the previous title of, of this group, pre-podcasting, really. Um, <clears throat> saw you guys were in the area, like the central Pennsylvania area. Was like, hey, that's pretty cool. You know, I'm in central Pennsylvania. Geography. And Geography. I, too, like the outdoors. <laughs> I, I, too, like the outdoors. Um, I have a truck. You got a truck. <laughs> we're going to we be best friends. Best friend? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you want to go, go, go do karate in the, the basement? You want to go goose hunting in the garage? <laughs> In but, the garage. But uh, <laughs> I, I really didn't know anything about you guys other than you posted cool pictures on Instagram at, the, at that point. Um, so so catfishing, I posted cool pictures at that yeah, point. Yeah, exactly. Um, I thought Stevie was carrying the team on Instagram. I was for a while. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I, but uh, I started listening to the Gritty Bowman on podcast. Right. Okay. And uh, I, I that's how I discovered the world of podcasting was the Gritty Bowman. Okay. So... And in that, then I was like, hey, there's this, I found this other podcast, which turned into be Rotten River Pursuits, which I didn't understand used to be posted outdoors at first. Took oh, no me, kidding. Took me a little bit of time. Yeah. Figured it out. You know, just started finding you guys on Instagram. Uh, started listening to you guys on iTunes. You know, it went from there. So. What episode did you listen to first? Do you remember? Ooh. Um, I distinctively remember one of the early ones where... Uncle Buck got busted for not having a, oh, yeah. a federal duck stamp. I think I think that was uh, pretty, pretty fly for a wet fly. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so again, I mean, I've I've been busted for stupid stuff in the outdoors too. So it happens. So I kind of connected, like, hey, they're idiots just like me on on simple things. You know, you yeah. you get you get super excited about things in the outdoors. There's so many things that you and, take and with you. You you, and, you miss the simple things sometimes yeah. and. 
that's I had the license. Yeah, yeah. It it's it's just one of those things that comes up and just oh, I completely forgot about and actually relates to that. So um that that made that made Rotten River approachable to me. Hey, these guys aren't super high up on a pedestal. No. Uh, <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> so I mean it was a pedestal, it's just really small. Yeah. Yeah. Steps. It was one of the cheaper ones, so you could identify <laughs> <laughs> with our step stool. Yeah, it wasn't marble or anything yeah, like yeah. that. So, yeah, that's, that's how Tyler I found it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it was like plaster of Paris. We rendered it. <laughs> but it smells like lavender. Does your wife use the deer tallow soap? She does. She does. Yeah. How, I'm not sure problem. why that matters. <laughs> <laughs> Take it easy, bud. <laughs> so if you had to summarize your life in a 70s song title, <laughs> what would it be? Levon. <laughs> Levon Strauss? Like what? What? He's yeah. the drummer. He Elton was the Elton John. Oh, oh, sorry. Levon um, wears his one wound like a crown. I mean, I'm I a little bit younger than you guys. So. An 80s song title. I, I was born in 86. A 90s so. song title. <laughs> Ooh. He's really right wrong. here, right now. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to... I can't I can't answer that. Funky one. Town by, do, uh, by yeah. Pseudo Echo. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it to Will to pull out the Jesus Jones reference. Nobody, nobody throws those out anymore. <laughs> Uh, Chumbawamba. What? Chumbawamba. Tub thumping. Yeah. Tub thumping. Anything. Glycerine. Oh, of course, you know. While we're on the topic of music, what is your favorite favorite music? Um, I like a wide range of music, mostly like bluegrass, newgrass, country type stuff. Okay. But I can listen to... Symphonic music all the way to I don't know the, half those genres that you just yeah. mentioned. I'm I'm an oddball when it comes to music, so I'm sorry when it comes Eclectic. to Eclectic. Tainted yeah. love. I actually I have a I have a minor in music business. Shut your mouth. So yeah, the Renaissance man. Yeah. Yeah. So so like I have a I have an odd Is background. Is that a whole in industry? Yeah, he owns the whole industry. Wow. Impressive. What's your what was your major? I have a degree in environmental studies. Okay. In a minor in music business. Yeah, it's a, it's a long story. <laughs> it's like that's round two on the podcast. Well, you know, yeah. if it was up to me, we'd hear it. But, <laughs> but it's not. But it's not. It's, not. <laughs> it's a pretty boring long story. That's story right short. up my alley. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so where, where did David Kyle get his start? Like, where'd you cut your teeth? Was it fishing? Was it hunting? <clears throat> And if it was either of those, what was the species? It was definitely fishing more so. Um, my my grandmother, uh, she's she's one of many siblings, and a couple of those of her brothers, her older brothers, have have a camp in Perry County, and um, it was a big thing to go up as a family for the men, um, for some of the women to go up for first day of trout season, also for the first day of buck season. It was a big rite of passage for me when I was eight years old. I was finally allowed to go for for first day of trout season, gotcha. and then I was allowed to also go for the following fall for for deer season. I wasn't allowed to hunt, but I was allowed to go to the cabin, hang out. You, you went know. up. You went up. I went up. Sort of got to talk, got to enjoy the family camp. 
type thing. My grandma was was the camp cook. Um, so so that's how it pretty much started. Um, grandma and mom and dad and everybody would, you know, it was a way to occupy me as a kid too, even before I was eight, you know, set Dave up fishing. He'll be, he'll self, he'll self, self entertain for hours. And your grandma was probably like, who's that? But I'll take David Kyle out. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, like I, I remember we were, we were, we were members of like a, of a private, of a private lake that, uh, had swimming and boating access. I remember my mom would set up the beach blanket and say, you know, you need to be back by the time the paper mill whistle blows at lunchtime to check in. And you need to be back at four o'clock when that whistle blows. Uh, Cause it was within earshot of that, of the paper mill. And uh, you know, I'd go up and down the banks or take out a canoe or a rowboat and just fish all day. You know, just that kind of thing was, was what I grew up doing. So it's commonplace. Yeah. yeah. It's good. When did you get to go? to the woods to, um, to hunt. Like you got to go up around the yeah, eight year old. Yeah. Mark. Eight but years old. I started going up to, to deer hunting camp, probably like nine went out for like an afternoon with one of my cousins or uncles. And, and my dad was starting to go up. My dad was starting to hear like my dad hunted, but not that serious at that time. And, but he started hearing about how much fun I was having at camp. And I distinctively remember, I think I was 11 and I was hunting with my dad and he shot an eight point buck and supposedly I said to somebody, Hey, I hope dad shoots a buck this year because next year I'm going to shoot one out from under him. And, uh, as, as, nice. as 11 years old and dad shot that buck that year and David Kyle calling a shot. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, you know, it took me a couple of years to, to actually you know, come, come through with that promise. But, uh, you're such a jerk. I didn't realize. Yeah. yeah. Just, just the Hopefully family. You get that buck. Cause after that, yeah, next year I'm carrying I'm a cherry dad. picking. <laughs> you know, but I, but I was with dad on that and that was, you know, that's diff- cool to see. Yeah. yeah. You know, I was, I was with him to see that and see that whole process and it being at the family camp, which, uh, you know, we still have, we still have rights to that camp and it's still in the family and we still go up there for first day of trout season for the Southeastern area. And we still go up there for, for rifle season. So cool. it's still a lot of memories in the family for that. That's cool. What's on your bucket list, man. You, you, you've, you crab, you flounder fish, you surf fish, you buck hunt, you bird hunt. What is on David Kyle's? You, you John boat. Yeah, you John boat over kayak. This, this is an you odd make one. Soap. What is on your bucket list? <laughs> if, if 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 it can get otter, okay. Um, an otter. An otter. Shoot an otter. An otter. I want to shoot an otter. No, I think there's a cute. season for those. Bucks. They're oh, cute, man. man. Oh, sorry. My. <laughs> what are you? I do have I'm I do have otter. a bucket list on on things I want to harvest. Around on my back and do hu- cute little human tricks. Cracking oysters hands. off my belly. What's up? <laughs> but no, the number one thing that I want to go on a hunt for is sandhill cranes in Texas. Yeah. Um, it's just supposedly a, a very different hunt. Are you gonna do it with us or? Probably, uh, I might invite you guys along. It's <laughs> it'd be nice if you. Did. Yeah, it's definitely. Just uh, give us a heads up. My dad and I have been talking about this for a couple of years. Uh, we've been going to Texas to to the the coast uh, the last two years. We're going to go again, hopefully this year, depending on how much destruction happened with the hurricane. If if the guides we use are still, yeah, you know, in operation at that point, uh, we go in January. But um. Sandhill cranes. Sandhill cranes. Oh, it's the, the ribeye of the sky. It's supposedly but, the best tasting meat 
you can get. Um, they're also pretty cool. They, they're gigantic. Okay, now I'm intrigued. How do you hunt these? You, there's a call and response to them. They're they're supposedly very responsive to Shotgun? calling decoys. Yeah. yeah, with a shotgun. Okay, um, massive. You're not load. picking them off at 100 yards. No, no. It's definitely your your regular waterfowl hunting with them huh. in fields. Um, they do come. Yeah, like I said, a decoy. Um, I've heard if you have a cripple, you have to be careful because they have long beaks and trying to get up to them. They you like can, to eat people in wheelchairs. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. they can they can stab you right through your forearm. Is what, what, I, what I heard. Um, you like, know, like, like Jeff Barron, pterodactyl. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but appreciate you all. They're just a, it's just a, it's an intriguing intriguing piece of waterfowl to me. Um, I would love to I would love to to try what they taste like. They say it's the ribeye of the sky. I want to. I want to know for a fact for myself. So that's that's a that's a top that's a top bucket list for me. Is your dad okay with your fifteen new best friends? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah. he proud of you? Oh yeah, yeah. He's he's actually pretty excited about the sportsman show. He's like, hey, do I get a press pass too? So you know, I told him he could be Ryan for the day. Yeah, but that's fair enough. <laughs> or tall Kyle, or tall Kyle. But no, he's no. got half the name. Yeah, right. yeah. Dad, dad's, dad's liking it. He, um, you know, we were we were at the sportsman show last year. We ran into catfish, and you know, catfish talked to him. He's like, yeah, a, he's a really nice guy. You know, he's and he thought he thought all like he thought you guys were pretty good. Yeah. And he only really met catfish that day, but from but from catfish. He assumes the rest of you guys are pretty good, you know. Well, yeah, it's, we're pretty much all. Maybe, same. maybe you'd like to go hunt some cranes with me. <laughs> exactly. Well, that that's a good question. If you could hunt anything anywhere in the world with catfish as your guide, where would it be? Like hunting or fishing? Does, if, does it matter? Either one. Yeah. I really want to like the short list is I want to catfish with catfish on the Susquehanna River at night in kayaks. But yeah, I think buddy. you can make that happen I pretty th- easily. That's why I said that's a short list. Yeah. I know yeah. some guys. Yeah. I still haven't Let me make a trip, call I know after some we're done here. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I would love for catfish to call in some. The short list would be calling yeah. some Canadian geese this, this fall and winter. You know, sitting in a layout blind beside him would be, would be a lot of fun. Hitting the mo cracking. Of course. Yeah. David Kyle. Yeah, but if you could do any job in the world other than being an environmental environmental stuff environmental stuff studies guy what, slash music business slash man. music business, what what would you do? Well, A would probably be like an outdoor adventure guide, if not like guiding hunting and fishing, but just like we do like a Hang couple gliders. of my, a couple of my buddies and I we go on an annual canoe trip. Uh, where we we live out of the canoes for four days, you know, something like that would be an ultimate dream. Airboats, yeah, yeah, driving airboats, you know, down the marsh. But like, you know, canoeing, living out of a canoe for four days. No, that that is cool. Or, that... or hiking, like backpacking, like expedition type, like adventures, some hunting and fishing involved. You would, sleep in the canoe? No, no, we sleep on the bank. Tents. Know, tents. I saw uh, you had a video of that. Yeah, it's yeah. that was one of the first things I saw of your work. Oh, that's right. That's awesome. that's right. There's two that's of a, them. Yeah, yeah. That's a cool. Yeah, that's a cool trip. That's right. Yeah. So, so that that'd, that'd be thing. probably like A, like Plan A. Plan B would be like a homesteader type thing. You know, live off the land. Yeah. Make my own soap. Prepper. Yeah. <laughs> Prepper. Prepper. You know, just 
like something simple, you know, just, I, I enjoy gardening. I enjoy, you know, canning vegetables. I enjoy the butchering part of, of hunting. That's, that's something I really enjoy. I too. It's not just the pull the trigger. It's the after trigger care that I enjoy part of hunting. Do you know what they, you know what they say about preppers? No. They go really good with salt. <laughs> you know what? I like my preppers grilled with my steaks. I like my preppers with the onions. So I... <laughs> On a Philly cheesesteak. Yeah. I, too, and have And some mushrooms. For David Kyle. Go ahead, Ron. You're into <clears throat> filming. Been doing that a lot. Sure. Is there a situation you got yourself in where you ended up blowing the hunt, or in that other case, the, the fishing scenario, because the filming was happening? Oh, you know, I've been trying to get a, a whitetail harvest on film uh -huh. the last couple of years, and I've been zero. I've been big, big goose egg on accomplishing that. There's extra movement involved. There, like you're already in a stand. Hopefully, you're standing up by the time you see the deer. You know, <laughs> yeah, it depends what's going on. It, it's a, like a 50 50 shot for me. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so, A, you might have to stand up, B, you have to align the camera. Hopefully, you have it situated where the, the deer will walk into your camera frame, your, your field of view, and hopefully that you don't have to keep moving the camera as the deer is moving and get your bow up. Uh, that's, been, that's been the hardest accomplishment for me is, is being able to, to do all those things at once. Yeah. And, um, you know, like there's, there's a lot of movement going on in a tree, and it just it blows a hunt really quick. So, so you've had that happen. Oh, I've had I've had deer blow out just because of, you know, you're trying you're to trying to get trying the to shot move the camera film. over, but also <laughs> be very still. Yeah, you hear that sound and they're gone. Have so have any of us, any of you, been able to get that on film? Kyle has. Kyle I, has. I I refuse to try. Yeah. And you know that's the thing I talked about when we were talking with Barrett. On uh, Camflix the other week, I I can't bring myself to take a camera. Take with that me. risk. Like I I have limited time. I know that that's going to happen to me, and that's why, that's and, why yeah. I won't. And do for it. me, like I get to a point in the season where I need to put meat in the freezer. Yeah, I can't mess up anymore. Yeah, you know, I have only so much time a field, mm -hmm. and and part of me going out is so yeah. we have. I mean, we can, we can afford to go get beef. But we must be nice. But but we enjoy eating venison, and uh, we're we're used to you know filling up the freezer and living off of venison for the year for our red meat. Must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> Heard that. Recently. Yeah. So so I got to the end of archery season last year, and I still didn't have not harvested a deer, and we're going into rifle season. The funny thing is, in that situation where I harvested those deer on on the first day of rifle was that they would have been really easy video shoots. Figures. That's yeah. the way it like, works. They right? came like, in. They came in perfectly. Like, you could have saw everything. They didn't, you know, once the time I pulled up and was able to get set, they weren't, they weren't running shots. We right. weren't driving deer. I was in a stand. They were calm deer. They did not know I was there. You would have been able to put a camera on them. Would have been able to pull the trigger and have that all under film. So... That's that's how it goes for me so far, and that's why I still have yet. There's to, there's to the, in the back of your head. There's the curse of the camera. Yeah. While hunting whitetail. So Ryan. Yeah, bud. You gonna try and do? No, any? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna tell my son to start filming. GoPros or 
start out simple. And no, I want. I want to. It sounds like I'm you want the GoPro. to. It sounds like you. Tr- you I know, do. You're talking yourself but I'm still into worried it. About it. Yeah, but because there is that whole curse of the camera thing, I'm going to give the GoPro and all the camera equipment and everything. I'm going to give that to my son. Plus, it's heavy, and then and I'm going to hunt about a hundred yards downwind. Right. So right. as yeah, as the the big buck come in and he blows him out because he's you know messing with the camera or this or that, just <laughs> boom, they run completely downwind, usually about sixty seventy five yards, and I see him coming, I'm like, okay, thanks, Hunter, I got time, and I, I'll say a little quick <laughs> thanks in my head, thanks, bud, you the man, yeah, <laughs> you the man for being terrible, thanks for putting that s- still drive on. <laughs> I appreciate some honesty, as Stevie would say. You were painfully honest. You weren't afraid to tell us that you screwed up a bunch and you beat your shotgun up and you buy cheap things. Uh, <laughs> You're a brother! Expensive waiters, cheap shotguns. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. No, but I, I, I'm partially None joking. Of that top shelf ramen stuff. <laughs> yeah, partially yeah. Get it joking. out of here. <laughs> I appreciate your honesty and, and telling us the story of David Kyle and walking us through what, I, you know, honestly, we we just never had the time to sit down. And we literally, there's not a day that goes by that, you know, once you jump into this kind of with both feet, with, that you don't talk to Uncle Buck and Ryan, Stevie, Catfish. Here's Here's what I hope comes across after tonight. Like, everybody sitting at this table, and I'm saying everybody while I block out David Kyle. Because he the already rest, knows. The rest of us. Like, we know why we talk to David Kyle. Yeah. We know why David Kyle's part of this group. What I'm hoping is in the hour plus that, that we've got laid down, that everyone else who listens to us gets an idea as to why we could not do anything but bring DK. Like, there it was. I cut out the whole, I have to call him David Kyle because there's nothing else to call him. Wow. Me and DK... We're getting to become pretty good buddies. Pretty close. <laughs> oh, it's that boy. I mean, like, you guys have a lot in common. Every, too. Everyone else, though, is is hearing what it is. Like this is yeah. this is the stuff. What you guys just listened to. This is the stuff that we've been living with for a while now, and there's there's no other answer for us but to bring him into the fold. He needs to be part of this. He's living it. He's killing it. It's awesome. Right on. Do you Stone, know what sold Stone me? Cold. You know what sold me? What is it? When I found out we were going to podcast with Larry Dahlberg. Right. You know who set that up? He, he brought it in. DK brought DK it in. DK brought it in. Yeah. Because yeah. he dared to dream. He dared to dream. Just got to go for it once in a while. Yep. Go big or go home. It's good stuff. Yeah. I usually just go home. <laughs> when so, it's time. Good for him. <laughs> but no, I, I appreciate being part of this group. It, I think there's a ton of potential in this room. I think there's a ton of potential in... Not like the guys who aren't in this room too that make up this group. It's been a lot of fun. Um, you know, before when I was just a super fan, it was fun to watch you guys grow, interact, see what you guys could do. Now that I've been asked to be and, and thankfully been asked to be part of this, it's fun to see where we can go. And I'm having fun. Um, and you, you say to be honest, well, like you're thankful I'm honest, put it that way. Um, there's, there's no other way to be in the outdoors. Like, I, I feel that there's a little bit of, 
you know, persona put on some of these TV hunters and some of the outdoor icons. Yeah. I, I mean, now as we're getting into it, there are some great people in it, but there's also some larger than life. You don't miss, you don't, you know, you go out and you, you limit out every time you go fishing and that doesn't happen for the everyday average person. And that's, that's what I like about this group. You know, everybody's real. Um, you Except know, for me, obviously, because I limit out you, every time. You do limit out every time. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but, so um, you're talking about the other guys. You know, yeah. yeah. And, gotcha. you know, it's just, it's it's the real, it's the everyday hunter, fisherman, outdoors person. It, it seems like uh, more and more that there's, if you can get that done, if you can get top tier level, big bucks, you know, good on you, as Ryan would say. Absolutely. You know, but it's not realistic and there's so much more to this this lifestyle there's mm-hmm. so much it's the fun the the, the camaraderie that uh, you know there's yeah. so much more to it that i think it's just blown over and we're tapping into it and exactly and there's you know we're just glad to have you a part of it man. thank you no thank you stevie was like you need to get this guy on the podcast. He's going to be great. And I'm like, shut up. Yeah, and I'm like, Will, stop yelling at Stevie. Yeah. It's weird. All that. Thank goodness you're here to end that. Yeah. yeah. All real stories. I appreciate that. <laughs> DK, hunter, fisherman, environmental soap maker. guy, soap maker. Soon to be candle maker. Music business Eater expert. of the most expensive mac and cheeses. <laughs> yeah. It's like the the knockoff organic one. It's not that expensive. Not knocking it's, off any. Yeah, no. Organic. I think, I think we no get it such the, thing the, as organic the bulk, like the Benton Bruce place. Add a zero when you put when you yeah. when you I'm add sure organic Steve said to something it. about a dollar per dozen. So I'm <laughs> Lavin- sorry, buddy. <laughs> the sharpest cheeses. I don't know where Amish Steve gets Lavender the lover. At, <laughs> All right, bud. You got any parting words of wisdom for us? Before we kick just, this pig. Just have fun in the outdoors and do what you want to do, as long as it's legal. I mean, yeah. just just be your own person in the outdoors. Follow the law and just have fun. Invite other people into the outdoors, too. Amen. Because yeah. without without more recruitment into this sport, this sport will be over. Uh, so that's that's all I have. All right, bud. I like it. Thank you. Thank you. Phil, Uncle Buck, where can they find us? They can find us at www.ruttenriverpursuits.com, on Facebook at Rutten River Pursuits Podcast. You can also follow us on uh, Instagram uh, and Twitter and Twitter at R Two Pursuits. R Two Pursuits. That's the one. Uh, look for us on YouTube now. Yes, I, River Pursuits Podcast. I highly encourage everybody also to follow us all as individuals. There you have it, folks. We're Boom. growing every day. We're posting every day. You find us. It's not hard. Once you find us, find the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> all right. All right. Bye. Get outside. Rig them weedless. Amen, brother. <laughs> See you later. See ya. Peace. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Rut and River Pursuits Podcast. Follow the R2 Pro Staff by searching Wet and River Pursuits on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Until the next episode, we need to see you in the outdoors.